Coach Crush, and I'm joined here with Dr. Love here today. Yes, sir. We're in the house. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been following us, giving us a lot of good feedback on Instagram. I mean, I say it every time. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but it's not <laughs> beating a dead horse because y'all are awesome. Yeah, we, we really do appreciate each and every one of you who engage with our posts and engage with our feedback and, and stuff like that. I mean, it really has given us a lot of content to even work with already, and we For appreciate sure. it a lot, guys. Um, but jumping into this episode, but wait, oh, but wait, oh, I do have an announcement to make for us, like all of us and for the listeners, which is, uh, we have added Apple podcasts and, uh, Amazon music capabilities. So in the future, if you're not a Spotify or anchor person and you have friends who use other platforms, if you're on Apple music, Apple podcasts. Um, I don't know too many people who are on Amazon Music, but if you have, if you have that and would rather listen to Doctor Love on that, we're now on there as well. So more ways to listen and hopefully more ways to engage. So yeah, if you have that one weird friend who uses Amazon Music, I mean, send it over to them. But no, no, that's a joke. We love you, Amazon Music. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Um, but yeah, you know, feel free to send it over to your friends that may have not wanted to in the past or said, "Oh, I would," but you know, we don't got. Don't got the right Spotify. So now you're you know. out of excuses. Yeah, that's right. If you're not listening to us, then you're not the real one. Um, but but anyway, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. With that said, uh, yeah. you know, just had to throw that little announcement in there. But okay, Coach Crush, what are we talking about today? Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna hop right into it. We're talking about men's perspective uh, on what they look for in women. Like, what are guys really looking for in girls? Um, and I feel like we're pretty qualified to talk about that because we are men. Um, <laughs> that we are, that we are. But I mean, and, and a little disclaimer for this episode too, guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about maybe some more um, spicy content, let's just say. Um, so just be prepared. We're going to put a little disclaimer warning as well on yeah. the Instagram and some other stuff. But if you do have younger listeners, um, well, first off, I'm not sure how this is very applicable to you, anyways. But um, you know, knowledge just, for the future. Knowledge for the future. But we did just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, but yeah, let's just jump into it. All right. Um, so I guess to talk about a little bit on guys' perspective in dating, um, I mean, there's a lot of different approaches we could go for. Um, I'd say like, let's just talk about first, I think, I mean, we could talk about like, um, in society, right? How there are guys who pretty much are just looking for, you know, basically purely looks, you know, like we mm -hmm. have people who are going out there you know they're like oh I'm, I'm into this asset i'm into this thing um if they're this ethnicity you know their type you could call it um and you know in that guys will really just kind of make a selection purely based off of um you know their set criteria of physical standards that they want to uh um go for um we kind of believe honestly that that really I mean, we've talked about this before. I think it really roots down into just, um, well, one, kind of the global scale that um, our world really is in now of like, oh, you can see any person at any time um, of any you know race, ethnicity, wherever, all over the world. Um, and you have that instant access to just 
more so than the pool of people in your area. And now it's been expanded to all over the globe, all, all over the US. Um, and really, I think a lot of what has impacted that is, is honestly like pornography and stuff along the lines of that, where people are ultimately just um, making a, a decision based off of a physical attribute that, you know, they they watched on a video or they consumed sometime when they were younger, when they were in their formative developing years. Um, and then through that, it just, uh, you know, it kind of devolves into them forming a type around um, the idea of choice and variety. Um, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that, though? Okay. So, I think you bring up a couple of points there. One, I think, you know, going off, like, men's perspectives on dating and women in general, I think uh, in terms of, like, a romantic sense, being interested or attracted to somebody... Um, the attraction's natural, of mm -hmm. course, you know, I think that, I mean, that's how we were designed, um, men and women to be attracted to each other. Um, so I think the attraction parts always existed between right. men and women. I don't think that's news to anybody listening. You know, that's not some groundbreaking idea. I think, you know, and I, I'm not even opposed, uh, to the idea that people have preferences in terms of physical appearance. You know, I know people who, um, are going to be. Uh, you know, I know a lot of guys who like a certain type of girl, uh, who like a shorter girl. Mm -hmm. I know guys who like a girl who's thinner, a girl who's bigger. Um, mm -hmm. you know, people have different things that they like and don't like. I think where it becomes a problem is if you exclusively are making that your, your priority mm, and searching right. for people purely based on that look. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, I mean, that seems obvious, but right. I think it's a dangerous, like you play a slippery, a slippery slope game with that because it's like, okay, we all know that looks plays a big role mm -hmm. in, in decision-making and in terms of like interest in somebody, right? but just how much of a role does it play? And I think that that's how, that's like a, a journey for many guys. I know for mm -hmm. me, it's like in my head, I have like I wouldn't say I have one type or one ideal image of somebody, mm -hmm. but I have like a couple like types of physical appearances that I find to be more attractive than others. And for me, part of the balance is, okay, well, how do I, how do I take that into account, but not overvalue it mm -hmm. while also not undervaluing it? Because I think a lot of times in Christian circles, to me, sometimes we can almost be anti looks or mm. like, Oh, you know, well, it shouldn't matter to you what somebody looks like. What should matter is the heart. Right. And the heart should always matter more. Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with that, but I do think there, you do have to, you have to have physical attraction to somebody or else the relationship will not last. Right. No, I think that's a good point that you mentioned there. And like, like, yeah, I think that you know, societally speaking, you know, we have kind of begun to form more types than were maybe initially there to begin with. Um, but that's not to say that people don't have types in general. I mean, I, I think it, it's probably as early as, you know, you know, the beginning of time pretty much or not or the beginning of man on earth, right? Where it's yeah. like, you know, we begin to form like, hey, we like this person more than the other person because of, uh, they, you know, how they look in this certain way. And, and to just deny that altogether is not a smart idea. Um, I've even heard from someone that personality does not matter at all. Um, and I feel like that is 
very much an over um, an overcorrection to where we're at now because you know it's it in the Christian dating sphere and in, inside of um you know speaking the truth with like hey here's where we're going at um, and like you don't have to worry about this person's personality because it's all about Christ. Um, it, it can be a slippery slope that you play because you, you might find yourself rushing into a situation where at the end of the day, you're like, okay, um, they're a Christian person, you know, they, they're chasing after the Lord in the right way. And yet I'm not as attracted to them as I should be. And then you start feeling like, oh, what's wrong with me? But Um, you, you just said something that I think needs to be stated again, because mm -hmm. I think it's really important. I think sometimes it's so easy, you know, especially when you're, you're living in a world where there aren't many other believers, Mm -hmm. right? So anybody who's a believer listening to this podcast knows that, you know, when you're out in the world, living your day-to-day life, you're not always around real Christians who are chasing after the Lord. Mm -hmm. And because of that, sometimes I think when you do meet somebody who is chasing after the Lord, who's of the opposite gender and they express interest and they express interest in you, your automatic response. And trust me, I'm not accusing other people of this. I'm accusing myself of this because I've been in this situation multiple times Mm -hmm. where there would be a girl chasing after the Lord. It's kind of refreshing to see. She expresses some kind of interest or openness in talking to me. I latch Mm -hmm. on to that jump into something way too quick and then about a month in realize wow we really don't mesh as well as i thought we we did personality wise Mm -hmm. and i realized part of that is because i think this is an important thing to say just because they're christian and chasing after the lord and have a great heart Mm -hmm. does not mean they're for you right you know, you can you can have all the things on paper, but I mean that that doesn't necessarily make that person right for you. You still have to evaluate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's a really good point to mention. Um, and I feel like what we really notice, and and kind of like going back to the whole like you know topic at hand, really, where we're talking about you know what guys are looking for in girls. Um, honestly speaking, we like I feel like this can almost be a shallow topic, um, and you know, what we're trying to bring to light here as well is like, um, you know, there, there is the, the world and, and the, um, society's perception of what they're looking for. And then there's also what, um, the Christian guy's looking for, or maybe what the Christian guy's not looking for. And you just don't know it yet. Um, so, I mean, like, I feel like, you know, we, we can't speak for all the guys here. Um, but I feel like we could provide a good perspective of at least what we believe and hopefully what, um, some of our other audience believes as well. So, yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, just talk about kind of stuff that you and I look for, um, you know, what would be some attributes that you're looking for, Ben? I mean, it doesn't have to be a specific type of like your general characteristics, maybe that you're, you're looking for. Are you talking like personality emotion wise? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, I think being a guy who's definitely, I'm a, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I, I say how I feel a lot of times that can get me into trouble. Um, but yeah. a lot of times, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. And I've learned that over the years I've been alive. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I look for somebody who's going to be able to like, who, who wants to go on the journey with me. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's part of the, the difficulty that I've had in, 
I, I haven't necessarily put myself out there all that much throughout the course of my life because mm-hmm. I've been focused. I'm a very driven person. I'm, I focus on certain things. And when I focus on certain things, I tend to let other things fall by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And by that, like dating for me um, has mostly fallen by the wayside throughout, you know, most of my high school and college years, right. just being involved in school, being involved in athletics. Mm-hmm didn't leave a lot of time for that and the people I was around weren't really the weren't I mean they weren't believers they weren't people who I wanted to entertain the possibility of getting into any kind of relationship with mm-hmm. and so because of that I kind of shut my mind off to that side of me right and so I, I guess to sorry to kind of go on that whole no, preamble good. there but yeah. I say that just to say I look for somebody who wants to go on go on the journey with me mm-hmm. I'm a high energy guy um, there are people who want a very particular kind of life, mm-hmm. you know, and that I can't provide that I, I'm not the guy maybe that would be the best fit for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a girl who, who's adventurous, somebody who's willing to, to experience the richness of life. And really, I guess mm-hmm. if you view life in a way where you, you are living, you're living on adventure, you're living in constant openness to what God is calling you to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I like, I know girls, great godly women Mm -hmm. who they desire a very particular lifestyle, right? Um, they desire very particular things. You know, I'm not going to, that's not a bad thing, but there are some women out there who, who all they want is a guy who puts the food on the table, comes home, gets them the things that they want. And Hey, I can live, I can relax, I can have this I can have the house on the hill with the white picket fence. Right. <laughs> and listen, shoot, I that might be I would have no I would have no problem with that. Um, but I guess my point in saying that is there are girls who desire a man of stability mm-hmm. more. I'd say most most women do, honestly. Most I women mean, do. And not I to make an overgeneralization. No, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. And I, I, I just want to reemphasize I'm not saying what I just said to condemn anybody or to call that somehow undesirable. I'm mm-hmm. just saying the type of man that I am mm-hmm. uh, that the Lord has created me to be, I, I'm not the I'm not the necessarily the most stable guy in terms of that. Now I could be, but I know I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, I don't I, I sometimes I think, you know, a woman who's willing to kind of experience the ups and downs of, of life, somebody who's willing to kind of explore with me. Yeah, I, I'd say I mean, and I'm not sure if this is doing what you're saying justice, but maybe like the the woman who's willing to go through the hills and the valleys, you know, like maybe when things may not be the greatest that they'd still be there for you and be able to support you um, and, and really be that light that will just like say, Hey, um, you know, things might be tough right now, but um, I'm here for you. And I, you know, want to provide a support for you in your endeavors as well. Um, I'd say that's a big thing I'm looking for personally, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. And, and I, also want to clarify, like, I don't, I'm not saying like, oh, like I wouldn't be able to provide mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, right. obviously, like I, I would be, I would make that. The top that would priority. be the top priority. Right. Absolutely. But what I am saying is that if, if the goal or like if the desire is to have necessarily the most 
like rock, picture perfect, picture perfect yeah. stable type thing. You know, I I feel like I I kind of I have all these ideas in my like head. You can't like, guarantee that. I can't yeah. guarantee that. I feel yeah. uncomfortable with guaranteeing somebody that because it wouldn't be fair to them. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be fair to what they desire for their life. And I guess a woman who's like a ride or die. You know, a woman who's like, look, right. like I hate to use that term because it's so overused. But uh, <laughs> somebody who's down down to ride and I so I guess that's that. one. That's one yeah. thing I look for. No, absolutely. Um, I really like, um, that point you make, honestly, with like, um, I I think really what a lot of guys are looking for the most and myself included is like, um, really honestly, like the authenticity, um, in, in the opposite gender of like, Hey, are you, are you interested in me only for what I offer or who I am as a person? Um, and, and I think a lot of people struggle with that because as guys, we naturally want to make things right we naturally want to provide we want to be there for the other person um and that's just like i think that's just kind of the way that a lot of us are bent towards um myself included and so when when you get in this mindset of just like oh do this perform here continue to you know pursue excellence all for the sake of this other person um it can it can drive us you know dry i mean we can just go completely burnt out and we might end up disappointing the other person or, you know, we hopefully not because that person will be there for you and not what you provide. Um, but I think that's where a lot of the problems kind of um, start in relationships is when um, a guy is not able to provide in an adequate way or in what the way that the girl wants him to provide in. Um, and then, you know, it, it just can kind of crumble apart from there. I mean, I, yeah. I know there's more issues than, than just sure. that, but I think that can be one of them. And I, I think to, to go off that as well, something that I've struggled with, at least for myself and navigating mm-hmm. the kind of the Christian, being around, being around Christians and navigating kind of the Christian dating mm-hmm. environment. Not that I've really delved too deeply into mm-hmm. an environment like that, but why, when I have been there, one thing I've struggled with is I feel like there's a certain archetype mm. of guy. Yes. I know and exactly I, where and, you're going. And I, I really, and, and again, the youth pastor. The, yeah. Like yeah. It, it's almost like, you know, sometimes I feel that the expectations of, of, of some of, of people that I'm around are, you kind of have to be this personality. You kind of have to look, you have to have this general look, you have to embody these certain qualities if you're not wearing white shoes that's social suicide (laughs) (laughs) no but like being being real with you like i i sometimes have struggled because i think for better or worse like occasionally i haven't always embodied the typical Mm -hmm. look or the typical way of being you know like the the, the christian guy vibe yeah like and and so i think sometimes people look at that and they're like oh well it's edgy you're like oh whoa like what are you is he trying to just are you like what are you trying to do and it it, to me it's like if it's not like i have an agenda or something that oh i'm against that it's just and you're it's not like you're trying to act no like i'm not trying to act different it's just like sometimes i feel that a certain personality is accepted more than another. And I think mm-hmm. that that's not necessarily 
uh, meant to be that way. I think it's just kind of a product of kind of the, the subculture that we're in, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think even that, I mean, this might go completely off topic, but I feel like, um, you know, even speaking at like a societal level, um, people, and, and like, it's natural for that to happen because people are so um, obsessed with honestly just fitting in and they want this idea of like, I, I want to be one with the body I'm a part of, whether it's the church body, whether it's a sub community of like a hobby um, like, you know, the Disney adults, I'm not sure if you've heard oh, about those oh, no. where they make their entire personality about, oh. you know, Disney and going to Disney go parks. Or like the car guy. <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, hey, you know, if you think like ladies who are listening, I do not want this to be like just a rant session. So look, I could go off on the men's subculture of the car guy subculture, <laughs> car guy. which I mean, look. Like, let's be real. Some of us, myself included, I've dabbled in yeah, that community. <laughs> there is a certain, like, there are these, so this isn't unique. This isn't like, oh, like, we're just going to say it exists here and nowhere else. This mm-hmm. exists in almost every community. It's everywhere. Everyone wants to really fit in and find a place. And honestly, I, I think people are kind of scared of individual individuality. Um that is a complete side tangent, though, from the main point you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it, I think it's just interesting to talk about, too. But but that is kind of, the I think, the explanation behind maybe the, the church guy or the church girl. You know, right. it's like... Uh, so it's and just, it goes both yeah. ways. You, you brought up, like, the church girl as mm-hmm. well. Just like the church guy has an expectation... You know, mm-hmm. the church girl is an archetype as well. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, you know, I, and, and I think it's interesting because it almost is like the more you feed into certain archetypes, the more you feel like you have to fake it behind walls of holiness. And, and it's like, like, and it can become an echo chamber. Right. And it's know? like, and, oh, you know, like, I feel like I can't make a mistake around her because if she sees me make a mistake, then she, then I might be crossed off her list. You know, or maybe the things that she sees as a mistake isn't even a mistake at all, right? Um, but maybe it will disqualify me right. from getting to know her more. You right. know, so I think like getting back to the overarching point of what guys are looking for in girls and in women. Yeah, and I know we kind of took a turn there, mm-hmm. but I so I think like I I had made the point about you know a girl who's down for adventure, a right. girl who's a ride or die. You made a point about how you would like a girl who's similar, a girl who's willing to grow with you, a girl who's willing mm-hmm. to be that support. What else is what what else do you look for? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd say the main thing and like like other than and and I feel like this is kind of the blanket statement to say that we we may have not touched on as much. Um of course we're looking for someone in the church body like I feel like that's kind of a for for me at least that's like go in, go into more detail though. Um Maybe not church body, but like someone who has Christ at the very center of their life. I mean, that is. What does that look like to you? Um, because I think, and the only reason, like, yeah. I know what you mean, but I think that term is thrown around a lot, and it's like, okay, yeah, what does that really mean to you? Yeah, and and it's a hard thing exactly to pinpoint. Um, but I'll tell you, I I think people say that, and and the trends that end up happening are, what churchy things are they doing? Um, I am, I, I take a step back from there. I say, let's not look at their performance. Let's look at the heart behind it. And, and it's really hard to find their heart behind it. Cause it's like, you, you can see on the service, but you can't read their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but 
really, I mean, what does it take for you to look at the heart? Like, what would you need to see? You know, I, I would say honestly, like a continual submission to um, the spirit, even when times are hard. Um, I would want to see. I mean, and, and it'd be hard to get this, but I'd I'd want to see a good. Um, I don't want to say good reputation, but like I, I want to hear good thoughts from their close friends that you may not hear from you know the, the dating aspect of it, right? Where it's like, okay, you're only going to see the best side of someone in the context of dating, but realistically, you're going to see more of the real stuff from the people that they're closer with. Um, that's not the end all be all. And like, that's not going to be the perfect solution. And it, it is hard to know really what their heart is behind things, but I'd say really observing their fruit and seeing how attached they are to the vine. Um, and not so much about, um, the thing, the things that they take pride in doing, but just like, I mean, it sounds cliche, but just how much they love Jesus. I mean, uh -huh. it, it's, it's hard to find yeah. that, but, yeah. um, that that's, I'd say that's the most important thing I'm looking for. Um, but other than that, I mean, just someone who's going to be a friend. I mean, I feel like it's just so important to um, really find someone who's going to just be a friend. I mean, I feel like we almost forget that sometimes where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's like, oh, they, they have this, you know, they look this way or they, they're doing this for the kingdom and they're so holy or whatever it may be. Um, but yet, you know, it's like, it's like, our, do I like spending time with you? Yeah, literally. You it's know? like, 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 do is I enjoy fun? your yeah, presence? Seriously. Yeah. Cause if, I mean. I feel like we also try to overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are certain things that you need to take very seriously, mm -hmm. but then there's other aspects where it's like, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Absolutely. You know, like if, yeah. if you don't enjoy spending time with the person, they could be great, mm -hmm. but obviously it's not worth it. I would say definitely wouldn't, I wouldn't waste your time. And I would say to the guys and girls out there too, I mean, don't, don't waste your time with someone that you just can't see yourself really being with like if, if everything is so surface level and you're basing things purely off of what you think you should be looking for and not like how the heart is really feeling then i i mean i'd say really consider that and um i would too and like and that's not to say only like like or like listen to your heart too much and then just get yourself into a dumb situation yeah but you know have have a smart set of criteria and use wisdom to just like discern like hey this person's about it but then go the step further and be like, but do I like this person? Right. You know? And I think for me too, looking for, uh, I, I want to see the flaws. I want to see your authentic self. I feel like That's to me, point. the single biggest problem I have had in dating has been, okay, I get like you're, you're following the Lord. Mm -hmm. I get you're about this and you're about that. But just be real with me. Like, you don't have to hide behind. Like, just just be yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And and be honest. Because I will, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I've always said, like, on Dr. Love, you know, authentic, mm -hmm. honest, and communicate. Absolutely. I will do those three things. I will do those three things with you. Mm -hmm. And all I would ask is that you do those three things with me. I absolutely agree. And I think it's a great point you mentioned there. I it is an exhausting game when you try to put on a performance and only show like, Hey, here's the best side of me. And anything else beyond that is just like, Oh, if you show me a flaw, we're done. Like, I feel like that almost even has a complete lack of trust in and of itself. 
Um, and I'm, I, I'm absolutely looking for someone who is real and vulnerable in that way. Right. Um, it's like, yeah. show me how much you're following Jesus, but also show me your struggle. Allow it, yeah. me to like, I'm not saying you have to tell me everything because of course there are boundaries mm-hmm. between people that there should be, but it's like, allow me to be a part of, of the real parts of, uh, of the, of the darker parts of your life, mm. I guess. Allow me to to help. I'm not saying like in an unhealthy way, but allow me to pray for you. Allow me mm-hmm. to to be be honest with you about what I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Because to me, it's like that's a bond that creates a bond that's deep. Like if you if you share that kind of stuff with somebody, that's that's special. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I take that seriously. Um, even at a friend level, like. Yeah. I'm not even talking about romant like romantic stuff at this point. I'm talking about like you have a friend, you have somebody and to me it's like, man, if you're not sharing your authentic self, if you're not sharing your struggle as much as you're sharing your success, like man, you know, I mean, go back go back in and take a look at that friendship, you know, cuz mm-hmm. to me my 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 day ones are the people who I can be th- who I can be like that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's almost such an overemphasis sometimes on just um, not standing out in that way that people will cower back and be like, I'm just not going to show my real self. Um, but that is something that I really do value too. And I think it's just um, the quicker, and, and here's the thing too, the quicker you establish um, a sense of realness and the quicker that you get to a point, I'm not saying like rush in anything and do a stupid decision like on the first date. But like the quicker you get to a point where you're actually connecting at somewhat of an emotional level, it'll, I think it would prevent problems later down the road. Cause if you're bottling everything up and then it's just like, Oh, now we're married. And then we get into the context of that and then it just all explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen so many problems result from that. Um, so it, I'd say it's really important from, I mean, honestly close to the beginning to just show like, Hey, here is my brokenness because when we are like, we are all sinners and we will have problems and that's okay. Yeah. Um, and, and none of us are immune from that. Right. Um, so like, why don't we just address that in a loving way and just move forward from there? And, and I guess the thing I'll keep going on this, but something I'm looking for, you know, and, and I was talking to my mom about this the other day, mm-hmm. you know, I think for a lot of guys, people desire, like guys want physical intimacy. Mm. That's a, that's something that as men, we as a whole have very strong desire towards that. Mm-hmm. Obviously women that exist too. I'm not going to say it's one-sided, but it's like for a lot of men, you know, that is the big thing. That's the big one that it's like, man, like I really want a relationship so that mm-hmm. I can get my desires fulfilled Right. or I want to get married as quick as I can. So that I can do things the right way. Right. Which I, listen, like I get that. And I think like for, for some people, yeah, like that is probably the right decision because yeah, like you don't want to do it the wrong way. You don't Mm want to slip up. You don't want to make mistakes that you're going to regret. So obviously doing things the right way is important. Mm -hmm. I don't want to minimize that. But for me, it's like, you know, all that's well and good, like physical intimacy, great, but for me, it's like I crave that emotional connection and deepness with a woman. I've mm-hmm. never had that. Right. I've never had 
like that is the thing that I think is the biggest hurdle Mm -hmm. for me in, in looking for the woman I'm supposed to be with is can I really honestly say that we are like that we could get to the point where we could have that emotional intimacy. Like I I haven't Mm -hmm. felt that with someone like that's Mm -hmm. the, that's the disconnect that I think exists for me. And that's the biggest challenge that I've had Mm -hmm. in dating is, is emotionally clicking with somebody on a level to where not only do I trust them, but like, it's like they, they understand me and have that depth of friendship. I've now I've not had that depth with a girl before. Yeah, I, I can honestly really relate to that as well. I think um and, and and this is more of a personal problem with me, like and something that I I've needed to work through, but it's like, you know, when we put up walls and barriers in place, um, we at the end of the day we do wanna well, one, kind of present our best self. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like why is it so hard to be like to get to such a point of comfort where it's like you know what I can share with this person, um, really who I am as a person? You know why? It it's almost like it almost feels exhausting just saying like, well, oh this person wouldn't get it. This person just you know they they don't, you know like they're not gonna be able to see my problems for what they are. Um, and and I almost feel like that can be a lie, and I feel like right. it's easy to believe that lie. Um, and I think it's a way that the enemy can really um cause division in a relationship um but it's but it's a two-sided street you know it's like it's as much as me who's gonna be um speaking my truth you know the truth in you know how i'm feeling in, on my mind and speak your truth I, I did not want to say that i had to rephrase myself <laughs> yeah no i uh, i had to i had yeah, to. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming up um but it's how much of it is me speaking what's really on my mind but how much they're reciprocating it and giving I would even say an adequate response back of the same level of yeah. realness, you know? And it's like, it, it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard point to reach. It right. really is, you know? And, and I've still haven't really had that kind of um, relationship with um, someone really in the past. So it, you know, it's something I'm looking for for sure. And the longer you go, the harder it is, I think to really, to really open yourself up to that. Because mm-hmm. for me, I, I know you know, like a lot of times, like thinking about my past, you know, it's been like, there can be years where you just, you don't feel anything. Right. Like if you've had years where you have turned that part of your heart and mind off, mm-hmm. it's so hard to, to go back and, and open that up and be like, okay, like respectfully, I've I've been um, not that this is a game, not that this is like a transaction or anything, but like when you haven't had your heart open to the idea of like dating or meeting somebody mm-hmm. for years, it is almost like you're learning how to ride a bike. Yeah. I feel like I was riding with training wheels for the last six years Mm -hmm. everything's great i'm not really i'm out here doing my thing you know Mm -hmm. and then when the training wheels get taken off i'm crashing i've crashed you know four times like and and every time though when i get back on that bike i think this is going to be the time that i figured out this is going to be the time i can ride on my own 
Right. But so far, it has not happened. And obviously, the Lord, the, it, it wasn't the right, it probably wasn't the right person. The Lord is like, not, not right now, not right now. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, it becomes, then the doubt. Absolutely. starts to creep in your mind. Yep. It's like, okay, well, can I balance on my own? Mm-hmm. Can I ride this bike and can I turn? Mm-hmm. Can I go up and down hills? Yeah. You know? And I mean, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and, and for myself too, it's like, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely, it is the training wheel. I mean, you put it so perfectly. It, it's like we, we've almost gone our whole life, or maybe not our whole life, but our whole dating kind of life where it's like, you know, we, at least for myself, it's like, I'm, I'm so unsure of the next step and direction to take where it's like, you know, I, I take another step forward. I keep going. And then it's like, you make a mistake and it's like, you, and then I, I beat myself up over it. I get into this mindset of like, Oh, I've got to start back at square one right. because I made this one mistake, but Yes, you right. should. You should correct your mistakes if mm-hmm. possible. Yeah, and you should recognize the area of sin in your life. But at the same time, that doesn't mean oh well. Now I have to take two years to go work <laughs> on myself before I get back out there. No, no, because we will never get to a point. If if mm-hmm. you're waiting for yourself to get to a point before putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. I would challenge you. Now, there are some exceptions to this, mm-hmm. but like if, if you're like, oh man, like I got to wait till I have all this stuff figured out before I put myself out there. Right. I challenge that because it's like, when is, when will there ever be a good time? Yeah. When is, like, when is the right time? Um, really? Cause, cause, at cause the end we're of, sinful humans and yeah. we will always be sinful humans. till the day we die, I think, and, and we really push ourselves. And, and of course, like obviously push yourself towards perfection, absolutely. but we expect ourselves to be absolutely perfect. And that is an, I mean, I don't want to say an unattainable standard, but it, it is. Right. Um, and you will feel crushed every time mm-hmm. you fail to live up to that. Like for me, speaking candidly about this, you know, I, I've not ever been in a serious relationship mm-hmm. um, or a relationship that I would consider like. Well, I, I don't know. I, let me rephrase that. I have not been in a long-term relationship really ever. Mm. Um, my mistake has always been kind of what we talked about earlier. The, oh, I look for someone. They're Christian. Mm-hmm. They, they are attractive. They fit what I want. Um, awesome. Let's just dive headfirst into this relationship. Mm-hmm. Then it's like you get a little bit in, you realize, oh, there are some things that I didn't really take into consideration that I probably should have thought about ahead of time. You yeah. start trying to backpedal. Right. You end up being super toxic and pretty much like you became it hurts the very the thing other that person. you thought you wouldn't be. Right. And so, like, yeah. for me saying this, like, I've my relationship behavior has been extremely toxic for those of you listening. Like, I it's been extremely unfair of me to have have gotten into the situations that I found myself in because mm-hmm. one, I didn't take my own advice of communicating, uh, being authentic and being honest. Mm-hmm. So one, that was my first mistake. Second, um, then I, I would try to get myself out of these situations, but you forget that you're leaving the entire other person out to dry. Right. Like you're just like, oh, you know, sorry, like I'm freaking out because I 
and pulling back because I all oh, there are all these things I didn't think about. Mm-hmm. Oh, like see ya. And then it's like, dang, in, in reflecting, like I just I apologize to these people who I know that I've hurt by doing this, mm-hmm. you know? And I know it was my fault. Yeah, and you know, I think it's a really good point. And like that's actually really interesting you mentioned this point, because just recently, I mean like within the past day. Um, I had so, someone had asked me actually a very loyal listener on the podcast had asked me, um, why do guys get in a situation where like, and this can happen with girls too, but like, why do people get in a situation where they, they they're talking, you know, they're texting they're whatever for months on end. And then out of nowhere, they get cold feet and back out. And, and I was saying to them, I was saying, honestly, it's usually not an issue with the other person. Um, uh-huh. at least what it is for me and what it is for, I think a lot of other guys out there is, um, we, we get ourselves in a compromising position or in a position that, um, we really don't know if we can commit to any further mm-hmm. than we have. We may have made promises that we oh. couldn't keep. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I listen, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to cut you off. I want you to keep going, but I will just say this one thing. I really felt that one because I'm a textbook. Hmm textbook over promiser yeah. and under deliverer with that sort of thing and so part of my what i'm trying to do is talk less and make fewer make fewer commitments in general because mm-hmm. you have to honor those commitments that you make and i haven't always done the best job of doing that continue right. yeah um but and you know and to, to just go further off that a little bit um yeah you know you make a you make a promise or commitment that you can't really keep um and then Honestly, and at least what it, what it's been for me, I can't speak for every guy out there, but um, you you beat yourself up. You get in a position where you're like, I failed. I didn't. I was not able to hold my end of the bargain up, and I did not deliver what I said I was going to. And then it just you shut down, right. and you shut down. You say, I'm sorry. You know, this isn't going to work out. It's and when they say it's not you, it's me. That's actually true. Yeah. You know, and, and I hate to say it, but I mean, you, I'd agree. And, and the other thing that's the reality about these situations is honestly another reason why I think texting is yes. sometimes like it, it's a great thing for what it is, but it has bitten me multiple times because it's like you're kind of in an emotional moment. Mm-hmm. You may may you may say something that you don't really and have then it's any ability, recorded and, and then it's recorded, stuck on and there. then it's yeah. like you then are digging yourself a hole. And as a guy, like I never want to do that again. And and that I hate doing it because at the end of the day, like I care about people's emotions and I don't want to make people upset with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it just. It's a dark place. And it's just like, man, I know this conversation started and what we're looking for. Right. But it's like, I think this was uh, a needed thing because it's like, this is why I think some guys and myself included, this is why it's so hard to navigate looking for the right person. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, not only are you looking for criteria actively, but you're also reflecting on the past maybe mistakes and failures you've had right. and trying to weigh that. Now, is that a good thing to do? You could argue that that's not a great thing. Um, <laughs> but like, does it happen in the back of your mind? Like, yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't for yeah. me. I mean, as much as we'd like to say like, oh, I mean, yeah, learn from your mistakes and move on past that. The reality of the situation is that 
scars, they will fade, but they will be there to some degree. And you do need to address them um, and do it. So do so in a healthy way. Um, so, I mean, in the, in the, the context of, you know, what you're saying here, it's, um, it's a lot to consider where, I mean, you know, every, everyone's a little different and, and we're really just sharing our perspective on, um, what we're looking for and, and how we've gotten to the point that we're at in, in the criteria in which we are looking for. Right. Um, but there's a lot to consider and, and honestly, we would like to use this opportunity to, tell you guys, I mean, or maybe ask you guys to reflect on yourselves a little bit. I mean, maybe consider some of your criteria and what you guys are looking for. Um, look at some of your past tendencies and maybe some of the things that you guys have made mistakes on um, and just spend some time reflecting. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to tell us about it. I mean, you can just, I mean, if, if you feel so inclined to tell a close friend or, you know, people you yeah. care about, then please do so. But we really want this to just be a resource and and a little deep dive into what our mindset is behind it as well. And I think even though we may have gone a little bit off topic, I think it's a very important thing to consider um, when really looking at this whole um, yeah. thing. I also think uh, on on the other side of the coin, you can't allow – like I've allowed myself at various times to become paralyzed or so mm. like, oh, I better not do anything because like of, of reflecting on the past. Like sometimes right. I think – if you let, yes, you learn from the past and you learn from those things, but do not let those things influence you to an extent that you are nervous to make any kind of decision. And another thing, do not overthink it either. Right. Like overthinking is not the answer. Like as, <laughs> as a grade a, I mean, I am like, I'm like varsity overthinker. Like, I mean, I probably like I'm, I made the cut with flying colors. I mean, it's, it is something that will ultimately i mean it will hinder you it will yeah. it will get to the point where you will pick apart every single thing that you did wrong and i mean it will it'll eat you up so don't don't get in that mindset and, and i almost have the opposite problem which is just kind of just go for it like mm. just kind of nah, like let's just do it and yeah. see what happens and then you kind of get yourself into a position a couple a while later where you're like oh like that was not a good idea like maybe don't do that again like it just yeah like so if you're on the overthinking side definitely not a good place to be and if you're on the side of oh she's christian i made all these commitments oh like let's just go with it and see what happens i also urge you to think about it and it's like there is obviously a healthy middle ground to be where yes you are critically thinking, you are evaluating, and you are able to think before acting. But there's also a point where you can't spend your whole life thinking and and analyzing. You actually do have to take a leap of right. faith absolutely. at a certain point. I absolutely agree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean... Just like the Christian walk. Just like Because in a way, walk. it's like I could read the Bible and I could analyze every word and be like, okay, like that and then this. But uh, like I, I, I don't know this part as well as I should, so I'm going to have to go back and look at that. We were actually called to act in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously we should be students of the word, but mm -hmm. we also – the decision to believe is in and of itself an act of faith. Right. So there's – room for both mm -hmm. and, and and i think that's kind of like 
and, and that's just to say, like, you know, I feel like we almost spend so much time. Oh man, I could go off on a complete tangent here. Oh, I'm not, man. I'm not going to. Um, but I think so much of us try to prescribe, um, a, a one size fits all solution on top yeah. of these things. Um, and at the end of the day with, with really the Christian faith, we, we have a lot of scripture to go off of and we have a lot of things. Um, and I don't want, I'm not trying to minimize scripture here either. Like, if, like there's some very clear cut stuff, but a lot of things really are, are given to us as a, a source of wisdom and we right. need to apply that wisdom, um, in different ways. And, and we may apply wisdom differently than other people, right. or maybe like a, a certain scripture that we learn might be applied in a different way, depending right. on who you are. Now, that being said, like, I will say to everybody out there, you know, we're not, again, we're not doctors. We are not the source of answering. And in fact, like, if anything, if you learned anything from this episode, it's that my own life in in the relationship sphere, I guess you could call it, has been wildly unsuccessful, I would say. Like, not even from the standpoint, like, I mean, hey, I'm I'm the great. I'm the coach, you know, the coach, the coach isn't playing. No, the, yeah, but like, yeah. look, like I'm going to say, you know, like, yeah, I mean, so this is not ever going to be an authoritative thing of some superiority complex that I have. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've learned more from the guests who've come on than I have probably in my own, like, exper- like I've learned a lot from my own experiences, but I, I mean, these guests who we have on they know as much or way more usually than what I do. So right. it's like, I just am feeling thankful that I have a mouthpiece and a, an a avenue to be able to, to talk to you guys about these things, because it's like, this is our life. This is my life. Like this is Mike, mm-hmm. this is coach crush's life. Like this mm-hmm. is, we just want this to be a sounding board for you to maybe think about, you know, what mm-hmm. you have going on. What are you looking for in a girl or a guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on who you are, it's like I would urge you to really, really evaluate the criteria that you've been using and mm-hmm. don't allow yourself to let your don't let yourself off the hook. Yeah. Really evaluate, okay, like I might say that I'm looking for this, but what has my track record in the past? And, and what do indicated? my actions continue to show what right. I'm looking for? Because right. I mean, we can we can speak to ourselves a lie, yeah. but really our actions are so much louder than our words. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, let's just be real, be honest, and communicate with each other. Absolutely. And this has been another great episode of Dr. Love. We want to say thank you guys for listening and for just interacting. Keep doing it. Tell all your friends about the show. We are pumped. We've been growing a ton, and we're looking forward to keep putting putting better and better content out um, in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for listening to this little heart to heart here. We we did kind of you know go off topic here and there, but we do think that it was really honestly something that needed to be said, and it's I think it's been on both of our minds a lot recently. So we're happy yeah. to share that with you guys. But. And love you all. And uh, you know. Obviously, there's going to be agreements and disagreements to what we say every episode, but we just want to thank you uh, and let's continue the, the discussion. Yeah. So, I mean, and with that said, thank you all so much for hopping on and taking a listen to this episode and we'll catch you on another one.